Let's see. No. I'm not ready to watch that yet. Uh-uh. You know what? I'll just watch this again. Do you ever find yourself doom-scrolling your streamer looking for something to watch, but just end up re-watching the same shows over and over again? Hi, I'm Dustin, and welcome to the Rewatch Recap, a show where guests and I rewatch every episode in a TV season or a classic TV movie to see if it holds up, and making fun of the parts that don't. <laughs> so come on, Rewatchers, let's revisit these shows together every Monday on the Rewatch Recap, wherever podcasts are played. Hi, this is Dustin. Just a little reminder that this show is for adults. In fact, this episode in particular is a casual conversation amongst adults, so I wouldn't let the little ones listen in on this one. You never know what we might say. If you're from a country that prohibits explicit language, please listen at your discretion. Otherwise, I hope you sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Every guy cool? Yeah, yeah. everyone's cool. He knows yeah. the drill. <laughs> I've done this she a knows. couple times. <laughs> With me, especially. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, here we go. Welcome to Dustin Can Read and Watch. We have another panel discussion for you today, all about our own personal grievances with everyday people. And here to add commentary, this week's guests are two podcasters who are very smart, very vocal, and very fun to chat with. Returning friend of the pod, Kay from Fuck My Work Life. <laughs> Yay! Hi! Happy to be back. I'm so happy to have you here. And we have a new friend of the pod, uh, somebody I've been talking to on and off on Twitter and just, just having, you know, he's just really cool. I like him a lot. His name is Max and he's from Bitches with Beards. It's a new podcast that's out on pretty much everywhere, right? Yeah. We put it out there. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I did not realize the name of your podcast and that's <laughs> even more extreme than my one is. So I am like, we are going to be very good friends. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> I love the title of yours too. It kind of rolls off the tongue. Mm -hmm. You know? Oh, our one took a lot of workshopping because our original podcast idea, my husband outrightly refused to endorse. So he's like, You're oh, what not was it? Um, sloppy bitches. And, <laughs> and it was named after a French and Saunders sketch. And he went, Look, I really I don't think you're going to just, no, 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 no. So That's we are the bitches of beards. And for those that don't know, we uh, usually I'm uh, side by side with my best mate, Daniel, and we are professional homosexuals and two best friends who like to discuss culture over a bottle of wine. And that usually just means we are kind of slightly buzzed and chatting about anything that happened over the week. But we spill on the tea, right? Yeah, we spilled the tea uh, like two weeks have been spent on talking about Barbie uh, yes. for obvious reasons. And this week we did Barbie UFOs and, uh, spoiler alert, we did Rosie O'Donnell because, quite frankly, she's an unsung hero of the LGBTQ plus community mm -hmm. and no one talks about her enough. So we decided to do it. I know. It's just, like, it's just 
faded away or something, you know? You never hear about her anymore. Yeah, so we deep-dived her TV show for 15 minutes, and it was a lot of fun. That's so awesome. That's us. And mm-hmm. I love Dustin. Everybody listen to Bitches with Beards. Yeah, and everyone listen to Dustin, which you're doing right now, but Dustin, <laughs> I love because he not only is deep-diving one of my favorite TV shows from the late 90s, Coupling, he is also passionately supporting one of my favorite TV shows of the last year, which was Rise of the Pink Ladies, which basically is a show that worships the use of a pencil skirt. Oh, no, totally jerk. For sure. For sure. Quite frankly. Um, and I cannot believe what they've done to that show. And the reason what, and what they did to that show is the reason that is a actor strike right now. So um, exactly. everyone, I, know, I don't know where you can watch it because I think they took it off Paramount Plus. But um, No, you actually you can. You is can it still on there. Back? No, it's actually, you can buy it. You can buy, buy it on it, iTunes yeah. or, or Amazon. And then it'll also be on DVD, I think, in November. So it's going to be a little bit, but it's going to have like 30 minutes of extras and stuff on it. So if anything, that's good, you know. But watch it till the last line, because the last line of the series had me gagged and gooped, and then they went cancelled. And I could have thrown a chair through the window. I was you like, need to watch I, it, Kay. Yeah, I, I need to watch it. It's so much fun, But they didn't so even get to finish too. it, right? Well, no, it kind of has like an ending, but then they added okay. a little tag on scene. Yes. That's oh. a cliffhanger. Okay. So it's I kind of like, it. if you just ignore that last scene, you could, you know, can, you know, if, if it doesn't come back, just ignore the last scene, but <laughs> which we really <laughs> hope it does. So we, I'm not trying to put that out there. I'm saying, I, I, really I would admit it struggled its first couple of episodes of working out tonally what it was. But when I think the, the song I loved was um, the one about stars. And, oh, there was a couple of good songs. And I was like, then it suddenly was like, oh, you know what you're doing right now. And yes, so Rise of Pink Ladies, everyone watch. Please, 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 please. Thank yeah. you, man. Dustin, do I, the do album. I, yeah, yes. Oh, I love a vinyl. That's great. I used to listen to my mum's original Grease vinyl as a kid because I'm that gay kid. <laughs> the original Grease was so good. Like, every it song And this has, like, amazing. a feel to it. It has a good, it has the same like, vibe. similar feel. Yeah. It's updated, of course. And I remember the yeah. creators, because I was watching, it was like, there sure are a lot of, like, a mixed race, you know, stuff going on. And you're like, this doesn't feel like the 1950s. But then I, you know, the California has also always been a more liberal state, but it also had more, you know, um, races involved in school. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it wasn't segregated or anything at the time. So, or I don't believe. Was it? I actually, I actually watched Grease two for the first time last month and could not believe what I was watching. <laughs> really, not, yes, not yes. as it's good. So fun. As the it's 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 but it's such a horny film, and I hate to say this, <laughs> but but Grease was like, you know, like it, it was like, mm, I get it, everyone wants to have sex, but Grease two was every song was about sex, like <laughs> I was like. I feel uncomfortable. Yeah, think about, yeah, we're going to score tonight. Yeah, we're going to score reproduction. tonight. Reproduction and uh, do it for the country. Do it for our country. Uh, we're going prowling. Yeah, but Michelle Pfeiffer from the very beginning was a star. Oh, yeah. That woman is a star, is still a star, and she has not aged, oh, she has aged a day, but she has not aged a day in my eyes. So was that one of her first role. roles? That was her first role in Greece. Oh, wow. Yeah. I want to cool rider, cool rider. 
I remember for a, a while there, like there was talk that she didn't, she kind of, she was embarrassed of it, but now she's kind of owning it, you know, and posting it and like, you know, you know, happy anniversary to Greece too. And well, all it's that a bit like living you and John and Xanadu that, that they were kind of embarrassed and now they're like, well, the gays like it. So I guess we're looked after, you know, so yeah, you're like, fine. okay, they're celebrating it. And you know what? Okay, sure. You see it for what it is in their eyes sometimes, you know, and. Can you imagine really a Xanadu Grease 2 crossover movie? Oh my God. Paramount Plus, here, us more. Xanadu. Xana Grease? No. Xana Grease? Grease a do too. Grease a do? Grease a do. Oh, that would be like the fourth season of um, Shimgadoon. Grease a do. <laughs> it could be. It could it's be. It's a roller rink high school. Yes. Roller rink high school. <laughs> So I feel like I've hijacked us in this podcast right now, but uh, I'm just like, imagining my perfect film. Oh, goodness. Okay. So, Dustin, oh. take your podcast back. Reclaim, reclaim, reclaim. I'm reclaiming this. I was just like, I'm listening. It's just like, of course, you know, I'm I'm a sucker for the accent. I got it. I'm like, okay, keep talking, you know? Yeah. Oh, I get um, that a lot, actually. That No, my accent's appalling. It's, you it's what? A, my accent's really bad. It's Adele's accent that went wild without the singing quality. <laughs> I love it, but I'm from it. My my town is only famous for Kate Moss. That's that's it. And we uh, trained Adele to sing, and that was all we did. I, oh, my town had um, John Grisham. Oh, nice name. I had the same high school teachers as John Grisham, and I actually babysat his kids once um, before he got big. Before he like oh wow big just before like a couple of years, and um, and who else we have recently we had somebody uh i don't know if you've ever watched that show cloak and dagger on it was on freeform it was a marvel show i heard of it but i never watched it because they were kind of or deciding... cruel summer the first season of cruel summer yeah oh yeah did you okay the blonde the one who got kidnapped mm-hmm. she's from my my hometown <laughs> oh okay the blonde she's one i got cute. kidnapped she's she's in my backyard right now hidden. <laughs> <laughs> she's in my, she, we don't my talk large about freezer <laughs> So my big my big creative person for our town, aside from the lovely Kate Moss, uh, do you know David Lean, who directed Dr. Vargo, Lawrence of Arabia? Okay. I know the movies, yeah. but I didn't, yeah. Yeah, the directors from my hometown of Croydon. And oh, like, that's a big thing. And it was like, who am I? Like the greatest film director, of, apart from obviously George Lucas of all time, you know, I'm like, come on now, people. There's literally oh. nobody that did anything from where I'm from. <laughs> Aww. Where are you from? Where are you from? I'm always curious about pe- where people are from. In I'm from America. Southern California. So I grew up in Riverside County and it was, you know, at one point the meth capital of the world. So I guess we've got that. <laughs> so, yay. I love your cookbooks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I serve it every Thanksgiving. <laughs> He's serving Thanksgiving. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a random thought that came out of my mouth. Okay. Um, so we've already kind of been talking about what we've been watching. Um, or Kay, what have you been watching lately? Well, I have been re-watching Coupling, thanks to your recent season of Rewatch, rewatch Recap. And it's funny because I watched it a long time ago. And it's been fun to rewatch it and be like, this show was really good like so it really was and then i've also been watching the second season of cruel summer which i don't think is as good as the first but once i get involved i'm like i have to finish this even though i hate every episode but yeah i just wasn't the storyline wasn't appealing to me just Mm. the uh, overall what i was seeing and i was like i don't really want to watch yeah i I, I will i guess maybe but i I thought the first season was really good 
But the yeah, second one. Yeah, it was one, awesome. Yeah. Meh. Yeah. Maybe they'll go back to that those characters later. We'll get to see those characters again. I don't know. Anybody been reading anything? So I tried to read a book a month. And then my husband, a couple of months back, for oh, was it for Valentine's Day? He bought me this huge tome. And it's like 600 dense pages. It's called Secret City. About the gay history of Washington, D.C. And mm. it's been it's it's so fascinating but it's taken me three months to read and it's become a bit of a joke but i'm almost mm. near the end now but it's been really interesting about the hidden gay people in washington dc and then hidden uh, my gay mom, people yeah so especially during like the mccarthy era about mm. how a lot of the they couldn't be out or they were out and how the fbi was after them and how that level of secrecy can help people control DC. It's been really, it's been really well written. I, I've, I've really enjoyed it. I highly recommend it. But my God, I'm so excited. My mum has lent me Mary, Miriam Margoli's autobiography, who, if anyone knows, was like Madame Sprout and Harry Potter, or their nanny in the Romeo and Juliet Baz Luhrmann version. She's an amazing British actress. But no, I'm excited to read a book that's not such a, you know, sometimes you're like, this is fun, but I need to not read a dense book though my husband yeah. did succeed in keeping me quiet for like more than five minutes so i think he's <laughs> <laughs> cool all right what about you Kay? anything um i unfortunately don't have a lot of time to read like usually the only time i have to read is right before bed and then i read a paragraph and pass out so um but i recently purchased a book that i plan on reading on a friend's recommendation called um three cups of tea and it's about like this mountaineer. It's a true story about this mountaineer who tried to hike some mountain in Pakistan, couldn't finish the the trek, and he ended up in this like improv- impoverished village in Pakistan. And they were so kind to him, he promised them that he was going to come back and build them a school. And he did. And then he went on to build like a ton of schools for these small villages, mostly um for women who didn't really get an education in Pakistan. And so I'm really looking wow. forward to reading that. Yeah, it sounds really I'm good. I'm writing that down. That sounds really good. Yeah, it's called Three Cups of Tea, and it's um, by Greg Mortensen. Dustin, what are you reading? Uh, right now, I'm still kind of in the middle of The Magician's, uh, the Magician King, which is the second book in the Magician's trilogy. Um, I'm trying to get to the third book because I never listened to it because I was doing audiobooks. And uh, and I never got to it, and I was oh I forgot everything that happened originally. It's not the same as the show. It's it's got some elements and some kind of things weave in and out, but things are a little different in the show than they are in the books. So what do you I like better? I like the show better. Oh That's really? Just me? Yeah, th- I'm finding out there are more people who like the books better, but I from the the main consensus I've gotten from people is that the show was better. And when I watched the show, I was you know I watched the first couple of seasons before I read even the first book, and mm. I was like, this book is not doing it for me. You know, I just didn't like the characters at all. Like I just really yeah. didn't like them. And then in book two, it got better. Like with the, the Julia story, which happens along you know, alongside everything in the show, and then I was like, oh, this is much better. But I just never got to book three. I don't know what happened. Something happened. It's just been a while. That's why I was just going back to. I hear that a lot, though, of a lot of these. There was such a rush, wasn't there? Like post Twilight and then Vampire Diaries and everything to get like mm-hmm. shows out that actually 
more like the everyone was like rushing these books through editing and they weren't that good and then the shows kind of went in and readjusted what they they kind of corrected a lot of the mistakes and actually made they filled them out a bit more so i think i i've heard a lot of like stuff like especially the magicians where the source material was good inspiration but actually they've they they flat they fleshed them out nicely and they're actually like better shows for it mm-hmm. so that's that's curious I'm thinking for this, for this story in particular, it's better for us to see it than yeah. to read it. Um, because knowing too much insight about Quentin makes you really hate him <laughs> because of what he's uh, thinking I most of the time. And still hated him from just watching. But you know show. what I'm saying? Like, it, it's worse. It's so much worse. You're going to want to, like, you would just put your hand through the page and strangle him. You just, I mean, it's, it's bad. But it's not as bad this time around, the second time around. Um, cause, cause I'm expecting it, I guess. And so I, maybe I've built it up a little bit more, but you're, I remember that my first initial reaction was that I went, I hated them. Second From time the around, book. I already know it. Yeah. Um, and still in the show, you're kind of, you get frustrated with him. You're like, oh my God, dumbass, you know? Yeah. And you just get so mad at him, you know, but it's different in the, in the books because just the way he thinks and describes things, it's like, oh my God, please stop. <laughs> Please. I feel like he oh doesn't think at all so in the bad. show. Yeah, he's very he's a horny teenager and he's younger in the books. He starts mm. off at 17. Okay. And then he goes for 5 years before he even gets to Fillory. So Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, he goes through 5 years of school and he doesn't see Julia for like most of that time. And so a whole bunch of crap is happening to her at the same time, but we don't get that backstory until book 2. It's like sparsed out throughout book 2. It's kind of yeah. Yeah, it's, it goes way deep. You definitely want to watch more of the show at this point. If you've already started the show and not read the books, just we're, keep going into season two, because we'll, which we'll be doing later on in November. Um, but uh, you definitely want to keep going with the show first, I think, the first couple of seasons, because if you've already started it. Because otherwise, if you read book one and book two, you're going to see something you don't want to know, and you're getting really close to it on the mm. show. So mm-hmm. just... Wait, just go ahead and go through season two. <laughs> did they finish the show or did it get canceled? Um, they It got canceled in season five, but they gave them time to wrap it up. Okay, yeah. I thought that was one because was, was it the um, Mortal Instruments show? That was the one that got canceled, canceled, wasn't it? There was like at the mm. same time, I think they were all getting canceled at once. And I'm trying to think. Yeah, they're probably cleaning house, you know. Just trying to start because well, CW new. cleans house really badly. Well, the magicians was yeah, magicians was sci-fi. It was on sci-fi or sci-fi, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I would say sci- it used to be sci-fi, and then it was like that's not how you spell sci-fi because they yeah. didn't want to be held back by science fiction. They also wanted to do fantasy. But they wanted to keep the name the the name brand kind of thing. I don't know. That's what they're. From what my understanding is, I'm not saying whether they made the right move or not. So. Well, there's sci fi because Star Wars is sci fantasy, so I think. Yeah. I, don't know. I think they just wanted to be able to have the, just, you know, it gave them a little more breathing room. They still wanted to keep the sci fi fantasy stuff, but maybe do something a little different. I don't know. I get that. You know, maybe they could do musicals because that's kind of fantasy like if you think about it. It's true. People just opinion. breaking into song and dance. Yeah. <laughs> and then going it, back it to normal, nothing happened. They did it in Buffy. And that's the reason why, I mean, for the most part, most 
people in musicals are really thin because they're constantly working out every day, just like yeah. breaking into other people's background and like dancing. <laughs> it's like, me doing okay, my dance. I got to get yeah. to work, but I guess this guy's got to sing about his love life, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be hell. Anyway, okay, all right. Well, cool. Let's get into this. Uh, this whole thing. Pour yourself a drink. There you go. Cheers. Cheers. It's Sunday fun day. Mm-hmm. Yum yum. It's okay, Saturday fun day, about... but. <laughs> Sorry. What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> I hate when I end up talking over somebody. You go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I had Saturday fun day, and I've been sleeping pretty much all of today, but I figured I'd have a little hair of the dog for this recording. Hair of the dog that Dan bit you. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, I drank, I had my last three beers last night. I didn't get any today, so I'll be okay. I'm fine. No. So you just told us to drink, and you're not gonna. I know. I have a milkshake. <laughs> I mean, that sounds delicious too. Anyway, okay. Um, weird things and stupid people. That's what I wanted to talk about. So, um, last time was about social media etiquette, and this is kind of like that in a way etiquette wise and some things you know um these people um wow yeah this episode's all about these people who are like what is etiquette uh etiquette what are manners what is etiquette all the dumbasses we encounter throughout our everyday lives just leaving us wondering like how they survived this long out in the real world without hurting themselves. They'll hurt others, but they won't hurt anybody else. It's true, though. Or just someone else offing them out of rage because of their stupidity. God, yeah. You know, those people we encounter, you know. And then the people who just do the minor little things. And you're like, really? Every day? Every day? People that we love sometimes, you know. We're like, why? Every day? Why? That could be a whole episode. I know. That could be. We're just going to take a little through here. I've been married seven years. I can tell you that I love my husband, but my God. Yeah, that would, I don't want to break up any relationships. I'm kind of trying to keep it light on that. Okay. (laughs) Oh, at this Um, rate, it's going to take a lot more to break us up. Yeah. No, I get like the stupid things people do. When you you mentioned this, you go, do you think you could talk about this? I went, I was like, "Uh, yeah. (laughs) How much time do we have? (laughs) Well, okay. So I, I was thinking about this. I, was like, I wonder if anybody's written any articles like about, you know, pet peeves and grievances amongst, pet, you know, people. And I found this like advice article from dad's answer all. Um, well, can I just say the pet peeve there is dad's answer all. Cause I'm like, where's the mums that can answer all? Cause they know <laughs> a lot more about than dads do sometimes. <laughs> Well, you know, dads yeah. have voices too. Good dads. We're talking good dads, hopefully, yeah. I think. Um, but you can feel free to chime in these. So basically, it's just good advice about what not to do in life, okay? So one of them is stay out of other people's personal space. Like, don't stand too close to other people. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Do not make fun of a guy whose kids are around. Oh, no, that's to- – that's that's. I mean, I, I would never – oh, God damn – um <laughs> so i yes i have okay oh god i have maybe said some bad words to a parent once in front of their kids 
because they did something that really deserved it. But I don't like, and I will maybe go on. I've got that listed as something I want to talk about. But the fact is, don't say it in front of a dad because it's like, why a dad special? Is it because men cannot be like pulled down a peg or two? So I well, I spent the whole day listening yeah. to the Buffy and the, and the the Barbie soundtrack. So I'm very like pro <laughs> at the moment. Uh, but no, I don't like the fact it's like don't do don't embarrass a dad in front of his kids. I'm like oh my god, get over it. Don't be a don't dick in front of a yeah. Don't embarrass anyone in front of their children. I, I did one. once stand up to shake someone's hand. And look them in the eye. Okay. Okay. Stand up Wait, when you what? shake someone's hand and look them in the eye. I'm like, okay, yeah, but that's just, that's like etiquette. Okay. You can't reserve an empty parking spot by standing in it. Ooh. <laughs> oh, no. Been in that situation before. That's not yeah. right. You know, hey, I don't <laughs> care if the car's not around. I'm parking here. Honey, live in a city. Uh-huh. Um, and and you'll have your spouse go jump out, run into that spot and stand there. And if you get run over, I'll give you a good funeral. You know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I, I, I'm going to say it that one. That happens. We're going to do that. It depends on the city, though. I mean, really. There are situations. There yeah. are situations, yeah. I lived in the Bay Area for six years, and there were definitely times in San Francisco where someone in the car jumped out and grabbed the spot. You just got to, because there's no place You just got to. Sometimes you do what you got to do, yeah. Me and Kaya together on this one. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it's not inconsiderate, but sometimes it's necessary. Yeah. That's a circumstantial. I, mm-hmm. let's, let's have a circumstantial situation. Yeah. Okay. And there's also, okay, so the next one is leave a urinal gap. And I would also probably say a stall gap. Yes. So You mean like a urinal in between? Yes. Okay. Yeah. If there is one. There is one. But that means if there's three, don't go into number two. Like, right. go to the one out of three. But in England, we have troughs. I'm, I'm so. Oh, yeah. Also, just for people listening, I live in America. My husband's American, so I'm not broadcasting this from America, uh, from England. But we do still have troughs over over in England where you can just literally stand right next to someone and pee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, we had that. We had like that in school growing and up. And they yes. did it in stadiums here. Yeah. And they also, like some restaurants like, uh, in, in Memphis, where I'm from, um, there's like, they have they still, pull, still put dividers over it. Somehow they shaped it in the in trough. The, yeah, <laughs> oh, wow. yeah. But you get, but everybody's still peeing in the trough. It's really weird, but yeah, it's also horrible when you're standing there and you're going, "I can feel the spray of that man's pee oh, no. on my hands." Oh, yeah. No. yeah. Oh man, that sucks. I mean, even I mean, sucks when it's that, grown. Sometimes it happens, but yeah, I still follow that rule in women's public restrooms. Like the stalls, there needs to be a stall in between. Like if there are yeah. five stalls and I'm in one, don't come into the one next to me. Like leave us, leave an empty stall. Like, I don't know why, but it just seems right. I think you've got some of my list of like, I wrote down a lot of like personal boundaries. I know mm. it is. It's a lot of it is personal boundaries. Um, let's see. But is there any other here? Say, uh, uh, don't cut people off when they're talking. Oh, why'd you that say that? <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I'm bad about it because I'm. T- I don't mean to be cutting people off. We just happen to be talk. Start talking at the same time. 
Oh, oh, okay. Sorry. It happens a lot in podcasting because it's hard when you're not face to face with someone, you know, when you're like mm-hmm. someone starts talking at the same time and it's it takes a second to catch up. So, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, you always don't. Yeah, you don't think that you're always going to be. Sometimes you get out of sync, too. That really sucks. Oh, when you mm-hmm. can't like they're Zoom know, is horrible know. for that. I know mm-hmm. it does it on here sometimes, too. It just depends on the day, I guess. I don't know. And anything else? Turn your ringer off when in a private setting. True. <laughs> turn your damn that ringer one. off anyway. Just turn it off. We have vibrating things. On. Just, yeah. just turn your ringer I, off. Can you not feel I the vibration? I never have my ringer on. Ever. I only do it at night. Oh, I turn all my notifications off at night. <laughs> like, because, don't bother well, me I have my, I have my <laughs> Well, I can mute pe- people you know, on text or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can also, you know, on an iPhone at least, you can um, block people who aren't in your phone. Or that you've never called before. Oh, I see. So it just one. will, it'll just kind of silence them and send them, you know, it won't let them come through. It won't let them ring through. But you could still, you know, and so if that happens, if you're calling somebody and that's the number they gave, make sure you leave a voicemail. Because the then I'll, one, go, oh, I'll call you right back. The yeah. one I hate is when their ringer is the same sound as your alarm. Yes. And it gives you like actual <laughs> anxiety. PTSD. Yeah. You're like, ah! <laughs> Oh, wait. <laughs> no, I'm like, I've been reason. working for two hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, you get that knee jerk reaction. Like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Turn oh. and slap someone. I'm like, leave me alone. <laughs> knee jerk. Leave me alone. Oh, that's kind of crappy. I hate this one. Hang out with friends if you want to keep them. Like, no. Oh, good God, friends. no. I barely hang out with family if I want to keep them. Right. <laughs> My friends all know that I love being home and I will go out and hang out when I want to. But otherwise, I would rather just be home on the couch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was rude as possible to all my friends when I first met them. So they know that's the baseline of what they're going to get. And then you can be. <laughs> now, I, you, know, you do. Are we? Yeah, I get that. But it's so hard. Oh, my God. That gives me anxiety. That that gives me anxiety. I'm sorry. No, I'm joking. Oh, God, no, it's I'm all joking. your fault, Dustin. Dustin, it's all your fault. Oh yeah. Okay, here's one. So this one's one I think is a given. Say thank you at least with the hand hand gesture when I let you merge. Yes, please. Or let I you don't... out, like from a driveway or something. You know, for a standstill traffic and let yeah. you in. You like just hey, acknowledge me. Acknowledge just a me, little please. wave. Thanks. I'm a I'm a dick. I don't drive. <laughs> I don't. So I don't drive. My husband is a what is a driver. I can drive. Well, my husband's gonna laugh at that comment because I can't drive. <laughs> he's looking at me right now. He just got home from work and he's looking at me going, "Ha, oh, you drive." Um, <laughs> but I I run, and that's my big. That's my, that's a major point of my like issues with the, the topic is that. I get really annoyed when someone is trying to do like a, a right turn and I'm expected to thank them for like following like the basic road rules. And I'm like, um, you should have stopped already. I'm not going to thank you for being that person. 
I, I, and as an English person, I'm like, we don't thank people unnecessarily. We just say sorry a lot. So, um, <laughs> yeah. well, I thank them because people rarely do it. That's why. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so thank you for being a good person. Yeah. So the, and not so the, worst, your car. the worst thing I ever, ever did, and this is appalling. And there was a, there was a kid in the car, um, and some woman, some mother decided to try and do a right turn and I was crossing the road and she nearly hit me because she was looking left at the traffic and I put my hand on the bonnet and just went, you nearly fucking killed me, you (laughs) stupid C word. And her daughter looked at me like really upset and I went, oh, and I went, yeah, your mum tried to kill me. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was so both of them learned a good lesson that day yeah and some and choice fe- words <laughs> yeah I felt really bad but I was so like shaken up by it I, it was a reactionary like don't you look where you're going but no I will yeah I get that one with the the, the, the turning like I do think it's nice to say thank you because it is that but occasionally I'm like I'm not going to thank you because I think you kind of were hoping I wasn't going to be there yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I think you shouldn't have to thank someone for just following the rules of the road. But like living mm. in Southern California, the majority of my life where everyone on the road are just extreme assholes. If someone is actually nice, like if some if you put your signal on because you want to change lanes, people don't let you in. They speed up and keep time with you just to block you from getting over because everybody's just fucking angry all the time. Uh, so when someone like, yeah. like lets you over, like, you know, it's like. Thank you for being a decent human being. But yeah, it's. I agree. I was just going to say the same thing. It was just like, you know, um, yeah, people are like that. They do that here too. It's really it's bad. It's insane. Like, they zip in and out of traffic like this. Like, it's, yeah. like we're not on a road, you know, we're not at a race, you know, it's not Indy 500 or whatever right. hell it is. Like it's <laughs> real life and people are just trying to get to and from home really. So. And do they think um, they're invincible? Like at some point you're yes. going to get in an accident and you're going to hurt yourself and others like yeah. is it really that important no no not, <sighs> really not. And, you know it's really weird to me like I, I, is this like this in your city um the traffic to in the morning traffic is everybody speeds more than in the yeah evening yeah it's that? it's they it's a drop to run in the morning is really everyone's really erratic and there's some mornings like running's my little go-to. Um, I'm a, I'm a weirdo. Like to run like nine miles every morning, but I come back and sometimes my husband's like, Are "You okay?" And I'm like, "I'm just really stressed because everyone has been like making really poor decisions." And I don't have to be that person that goes, "Oh, they made some poor decisions," but I'm like, <laughs> "It was weird." But there's someone who's just very scary, and I'm like, "Are you driving like this? Please don't drive like this." Like get up half an hour earlier like make make more mental space for yourself because like we have the other thing in in dc is called the dc u-turn which is just a u-turn but they'll do it in the middle of the street they'll just go like i'm gonna turn you know yeah mm-hmm. and then and half the time cars get like really badly hit because they're like <sighs> and then last so last weekend me and the hubs were sitting up on a, a roof deck of a bar and we watched a cross we literally sat there with beers watching the the, the, the cross section just all the accidents happen and it was like uh, this is nuts mm. it was fun because the cops were really cute that were coming out, <laughs> and, out and there was one guy who was like hey i come over here 
but no, like there's some DC's very scary for 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 road for traffic. And actually, Dustin, when you said to me about the the, the, the topic, one of the things I was like is is drivers that are just so unaware that bugs mm-hmm. me. How oh, are you yeah. not aware of how? bad you are i mean i'm not a good driver so i make my husband drive for me that's how the world works just find a cute guy that will do the job for you boom but <laughs> like don't some people you're like and what look at yourself why are you driving like this uh, I, I know it's that. like being behind somebody and they're in they're you know because the right lane is the slower lane you know, and I think as it progresses, the passing lanes will get faster. So yeah. get over to the right. When people mm-hmm. are trying, can't get around you and they end up passing you on both sides, you're the one going slow. <laughs> in, know, England, like- in England, you get dinged for that on your driving driving test. If, if someone passes you on a passing lane, they'll be like, eh, on a non-pass. If they pass you on a non-passing lane, they're like, you didn't read the road well enough that's a minor infraction you mm-hmm. no they do that here too on our on our tests but yeah it doesn't matter in the <laughs> same like in the same vein what you're talking about dustin the people that drive slow but insist on cutting across all and we have like five six lane highways here cutting across all the lanes to get mm-hmm. in the fast lane and go slow and you're like why 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 do you need to oh, be over there Somebody gets in front of you and hits the brakes. <gasps> no, no, no. Oh my god! I'm like, why? Why did you get in this lane and then hit the brakes? And now you're expecting me, and then you end up like getting really close to it, and they're like tapping their brakes, like you better get back. It's like, no. Why did you? Why are you policing other people? I yeah. hate that. I hate people other police others. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm going like, to okay, teach you a lesson. I'm going to get out of the way. You're mm-hmm. going to get caught. I'm not going to be involved with this. That's what I do. You know. And it's scary now, too, because you don't know who's going to have, like, extreme road rage Mm -hmm. and want to (laughs) fight. You're just Mm -hmm. like, no, thank you. I know wanker in sign. That's basically. uh, Oh, I'm. I think that's just. I use use that sign a lot at work. (laughs) Well, clearly you're fluent, Kay. Clearly you're fluent. (laughs) That's all you need to know, right? (laughs) I'm I'm really still, like, I'm still with the Ross thing. I don't think that's an official sign, but it's it's a good one. It's going to be like, that's our generation. Wasn't there something like this at some point, too? Yeah, he did that afterwards. He started doing that. (laughs) It was very thigh master for some reason. Yeah. Oh, God. Those commercials were fun. (laughs) I love, okay, I love America for commercials. I am so sorry. You guys, you commercial, like, you are number one in commercialing. Mm -hmm. I just want to see a woman in pain smiling through the workout. I love it. And I love also like, hey, we've got this new medication for like mental health, but it causes suicidal thoughts. I'm like, yes, it does. Because you guys, they don't have those in England, right? All of the like medication commercials. No, we're not. You have psoriasis? Take this pill. It'll make your ass bleed. It'll cause psoriasis in some patients. You're like, what the fuck? And you're like, Cindy Lauper, why are you doing this? Uh, I know. But you know when the I, mighty have fallen and you're like, oh, shit. She, it. Is a, she is a huge advocate for um, skin. 
I do know that. And also, she's in the Barbie movie because they use girls as one of fun. Is she? I love her. Yeah. Have you not? I, okay. I'm not I right. Has anyone here seen that? No, you need to go see it now. So, actually, get, yes. off, this, get off this call, leave, and okay, come back. In. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Sorry, Dustin. <laughs> I got to go watch. Uh, Barbie. Bye, Barbie. <laughs> no. Um, bye, Barbie. I love it, though, when you get these. these in the adverts over here where they are one year, one month, they're like, hey, yeah, this cures this. And then next week you're like, hey, it's, it, it cures this. And you're like, uh, uh, wait, what? Uh, <laughs> wait, uh, wait, last week it was it was like arthritis and now your skin conditions? Like, what, mm-hmm. what, what? Are you testing as you go? I mean, that's how they discovered Viagra. That was a that was a blood pressure medication, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, put the pressure somewhere. Yep. There's a really one. good parody on if you if you Google, I don't even know how to spell it, but it's like Strylex and Straw, and it's like these parody medication commercial things on YouTube, and they're hilarious. It's like, do you suffer from vague feelings of unease? Well, you need to take Strylex, and it's. It's insane. It just gets crazier uh, and crazier. Feelings of unease. <laughs> unease in itself is vague. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, I'm uneasy. What? What is and, that? I don't, know don't, that. J- don't eat grapefruit. That's when you cannot eat grapefruit while on medication. It ruins all of it. It ruins it all. It does ruin all of grapefruit. It has like something in it that hurts you bad. I don't know. I don't know. Why do people <laughs> eat that? I hate grapefruit. It's too like. It's not even sour. It's like a bitter sour. It's like I can't eat it. I don't. I don't. Can't do I it. like. It's like I like grapefruit flavored, like beverages, but I don't like grapefruit. <laughs> that's a lot of things for me. Like, yeah, I don't like. I like peach flavored candy, but I hate peaches. Hmm. See, I'm the opposite. And I don't like the smell of peach. Or is it apricot? Because one of them, my nan used to use in her bathroom toilet as a cleaner. Yeah, like that, that, and you smell it. Yeah, oh, it sounds like a toilet in here. You know, like yeah, yeah. It's weird Mm. the things you smell. You're like, I associate that with like a bathroom cleaner. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's like kind of the like that the barf. I don't know if you had this, but the barf dust in the hallway at the school when somebody would puke and they had to pour this like orange dust all over it in your in your school growing up. Did you ever have that? Yeah, sawdust. We we they, they put sawdust down. It was kind of like that, yeah, but it was like this orange stuff, so I guess it was like orange smell, but it mm. it didn't, I mean, you know that smell. Once you smell it somewhere, you're like, oh my gosh, this smells like the puke. Dust. Someone puked. The last time I, oh God, the last time I, that's weird, the last time I smelled that was um, when I when we got married, um, we brought all our family over. My niece was not used to American food and just literally ate everything that was put in front of her, which was basically everything. And she was ill, and it was like, "Oh, the girl bath." I'm like, "Leave her alone." She's like English; she doesn't know what she's doing, you know. And they were pouring like stuff. It was really bad. And my mum, oh god, it was. Uh, never ever get married, anyone. Quite frankly, like it's a catastrophe of like families getting together. Um, I just remember my like they've been throwing stuff over like her puddle, and I'm like, and she's so embarrassed. And then was like, "Oh," I'm like, there was like all these Americans having a conniption. I'm like, just leave her alone. <laughs> yeah, that's my that's my weird story about barfing. Sorry, that was a bit of a side tangent. So let's talk about people we hate. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's real, right? Okay, Kay, do you have anybody? Do you have anything you want to say? That I hate? Oh, yeah, I got something. Yeah. We talked about the fast lane. Um. So, okay. 
I don't know. I might offend some people with this one. Do it. Do it, Kate. I'm always going to be your friend. Is it just me or have parents just completely given up on being a parent? Mm -hmm. Like, I do not have children. So, like, I'm only speaking from experiences out in public. So, like, I live in San Diego. There are a lot of breweries in San Diego. And mind you, they serve beer. Yeah. Beer. Sometimes there's a food truck or something, and parents will roll up with all of their small children to the brewery and sit there and get smashed while the children run around being assholes, ruining the experience for everybody else. And I'm just like, why? Why would you bring your child to a brewery? Go to Chuck E. Cheese or get a babysitter and go to the brewery by yourself. Like, I don't know. Like, I've had this argument on Twitter before where people are like, well, I want to go to the brewery. Like, I'm a parent. And I was like, I get it. Like, you still want to do the things that you did before you were a parent. And there are ways to do that. But hang out with your kids if you want to take them there and make sure they're not being dicks. Yeah. Our little dog will come sometimes to a brewery with us. She's not the best because she is deaf. So she gets a little bit antsy. And she sits under our chairs. She's very much a, da- um, a daddy's girl. She sits under there. And occasionally people, I like if kids, will like, they go, hey, is your dog? And I, can you just ask, ask permission? Mm-hmm. And because and she's a bit sensitive. She's a dog of a disability. So she, nah. And they're like, I can't believe you bring your dog if she can't talk to other dogs or people to a brewery. And we're like, Mm. <laughs> and then we are and then uh, we are both going on for one. but no i get that i that is i'm i can't even add to that cat i'm sorry yeah 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 no i'm like <laughs> your kids are your your kids are your problem not mine right i'm right. an adult and i don't like it they're like oh, sorry about that like oh you're gonna have to deal with it because i have to deal with it i hate that stuff too i know like, sorry i made no. the choice to not have those <laughs> That's why you find someone to babysit your kids. And the reason why you, no one wants to babysit your kids is because you don't really like stop them from doing things. You just keep giving them what they want over and over. Yeah. So they don't learn any damn thing. Ugh. So do you want to hear, um, I worked as a, a, a restaurant manager. I've worked as a, a, a barman uh, in, D- in DC. And I would tell you that every time a family walked in, I had to beg my staff to serve families no one wants to serve families the the parents are so rude the -hmm. kids are horrible and they don't tip and if (laughs) if you i'm I'm, and i'm gonna say do not hate dustin this is this is max hate the bitches of beard for this one but daniel will also (laughs) confirm that i hate this but they do not tip because they don't consider their kids that that we don't have to tip, and then also as a Brit, I don't talk to kids. I'm sorry, I don't want to talk to your kids. I don't like kids, and they'll go like, "Hey, Timmy, do you want to say to the server?" I'm like, first of all, I'm the bar manager, so let's like not go that route. But also, <laughs> do you want to say to the server what you want? I'm like, I'm not going to talk to your child because, quite frankly, there's a stranger danger issue happening here. So do you want to relay to me what little Timmy wants? I'm guessing little Timmy would want a slap because he's a little <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> so that's yes, me. Say, so yes, go. Yeah. 
I mean, not even like breweries, just even just restaurants. Like my parents mm. took us to restaurants all the time and we sat at our seats and we said, please and thank you. Mm-hmm. And we weren't fucking dickheads running around screaming and climbing under the tables of other patrons. If that happened, we'd be like, all right, we're paying the bill. We're fucking going home. You're not having this experience anymore. Yeah, now I agree like, with that. Like, and I also know, like, you would all. I mean, every kid pushes the boundaries. You know, just you always. Do. Every kid does. You know, I did, you did, whatever. But once the parent like gave you, you stop it right now. You know what I mean? That one time, and you're mm-hmm. like, okay, all right, all right. You knew when they meant business, and you're like, my okay, mom would I'll raise stop. the one eyebrow and be like, oh shit. <laughs> you know, if they pull <laughs> you aside, when they get down on your level and look you in the eye and they whisper to you really, really quickly and they say really fast, <laughs> you're, like, you're like, oh my god, because <laughs> well, we, scary we, as hell. We went to England a couple of months back and the hubs had got to meet a lot of like my friends and they'd all had kids in the, the years I've been out here. And one of them, he, he absolutely fell in love. The little boy, he's, he's his mum knows that this little boy is going to sparkle, let's just say. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but, um, and she went to him like, Sebi, you're being very naughty right now. Mummy might use her voice. Do you want mummy to use her voice? And he just went, no. And she went, do you want to sit down next to Uncle J, Uncle Abs? And she went, yes. And he sat down. And I was like, that is a good parent. Mm-hmm. That is a good parent. But also he What does that mean, us, use her voice? Does she do another voice or does she I raise her she, voice? Like, I think she raises stern. her voice. Yeah, she has a sterner voice and he okay. does not like it. So he, he was like, I don't want to hear that voice. And he went, well, you can sit down next to your uncle and <laughs> it'd be kind of funny if it was like you want me to use your voice no no i'm going to use my voice i'm going to kill you right <laughs> <laughs> or like <Yeah>. mickey mouse <laughs> that's something like, completely yeah. opposite I, <laughs> like, hello <laughs> hello how are you but it was also Hi, funny that like, the, the, the hubs also like, speaks about his like his step-granddad would uh when he was a kid, he, his, um, his 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 nan's uh, second husband was Scottish, and they'd be out, and he'd be like, "If, if my husband was being naughty, he'd say that I'm going to take him out to the ca- you're going to go out in the car and be on your own," and he'd take him out to the car and leave him on his leave him on his own. I do inverted in commas on his own. And it wasn't he just wanted a cigarette, so he put mm-hmm. my, my 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 then like six year old. Husband, my husband is not six now. We are the same age. But he used that as an excuse to go and have a cigarette. You know, he goes, I'll guess I'll disappoint a child, you know. And then he put him outside, <laughs> put him in the car, and the husband be like, I mean, left alone. He's like, Yeah, show you. You know, like having a quick puff puff on a cigarette and be like, Okay, well, a cigarette's done. I guess you like your lesson. Let's go back in now, you know. But that's how we used to do it when we were our, our, our kids. And now kids are like left to run wild. Mm-hmm. They're feral. It's like creatures. parents want to be their friends and not their parents. And I no, get they- validating validating your child's feelings because they are human beings and they're everything's are new they? and they're discovering how to emote. But there still has to be consequences for bad actions. And you have to be present. Don't just... Ignore your children in public spaces because then they're just going to do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, they act like they're accessories, not like, you know, they're not yeah. part of a part attached. I don't know. It just makes me mad. Okay. Um, so I don't like it when people 
don't listen to the words that I say and instead add more context mm. in an assumption of something else of information I did not give them. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes. So you're like, you, you, you hear what I'm saying? So like, okay. So here's, I got into an argument with uh, someone, I'm not going to say who it was, about the Bible. And it was like, was it I Mitch said, McConnell? No. <laughs> I told, Dustin anyway, and Mitch are like this. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we go way back. Um, <laughs> way back, he was Shell. Um, I told him <laughs> that. <laughs> So, yeah, so I told the person that um, you cannot really state that the Bible is completely fact for many different reasons, variations, inconsistencies amongst like, you know, denominations and religions, different religions use a lot of the same stuff, but yeah. they actually focus on different figures. Um, this just doesn't make sense, you know, how, you know, you can't say it's all factual, especially, you know, some of the stuff that happens in it. And my brother who it was. Sorry, I had to let it go. Um, <laughs> I take that back. I'm going to say Just that again because I really it. want to cut that out. I don't want to do that. And a wooga. They, a wooga. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So they instantly went to, oh, so you don't believe in God? That's and not went, what you said. <laughs> when did I? What? What? Yeah. Like, just automatically take into account something I'd never said. Just so they can yeah. feel offended or to, you know, act like they can justify an offense they feel or something, you know, but I'm just like, I'm just telling you something that's a fact. I'm like, you know, but they're you, looking to argue. <laughs> but they want to argue you, with you. Yeah. It, it Dustin, do you ever go uh, and I've, I've seen my husband do it and I, and I, I've now learned that habit of hit, uh, habit, but like reaction he goes, do not put words in my mouth. Mm-hmm. This is what I have said, and then and we both will go back now and go. I said, blah, 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 blah. and then I, but and then I said, there's no but in that. What I've said is what I've said, and this is how we're going to deal with this, because that's how we've we have had to, especially in DC, deal with stuff. It's like, no, this is what's happened. Mm-hmm. With that, that that's the line. And if you and and we can discuss my words, but we're not going to discuss what I said. Like it's like no, come on now, right? I didn't I didn't add any more to this. This is yeah. This is all the information you got. Don't add any more. Like listen yeah. to literally the sentence and don't add on from there. That's you know I don't I can see how people can do that. I don't know if I do that. I hope I don't. I don't think I do. I try to people listen to people's little little words, but you know. Oh, you're smiling at me, Kay. What? No, I'm just listening. <laughs> I, was, uh, Kay, I was just thinking Kay about did, how, uh, like, <laughs> what? Sorry, I'm going to tell Max real quick that she was she she and I did like a few months worth of recaps for the rewatch recap. We did my so-called life together, and I've never uh, seen I was also that on her show, show a few times too. Oh, it's so good. It's so I know it's Claire Danes. I know that she had to leave it to do uh, Romeo and Juliet. No, they canceled it. No, they canceled the show. Yeah. I thought they canceled it because their parents pulled it out of it to Romeo and Juliet. 
Um, well, no, she so so they canceled the show and they kept they were wishy washy. The network was wishy washy about whether they were going to bring it back. And then MTV picked it up, and MTV was like, "Well, maybe we can bring it back." And and you know they kept coming back to the table, kept coming back to the table. And she was like, "I can't give up this offer." So she was like, "I'm doing this because this is not a guaranteed thing." So yeah. she went and did that, and so it, it just didn't. It just fell through. That's that makes me feel better about Claire Danes actually now. Thank you for that. I need, I needed some like like some resolution around Claire Danes. <laughs> you wanted to know the truth behind Claire Danes' career. Sometimes you just need to know about Claire Danes. Just... Look, Dustin, I am in okay, I am that gay. I'm sorry, but I needed to know. <laughs> like our podcast is, is built around niche stuff, and even today, Daniel went, Max, that is Jesus, that's niche. Can you like come back into the real world of culture? And I'm like, yeah, I will. I'm okay. I'm back. I have but, gay qualities. I really do, but I'm not as gay as everybody I see online. I'm like, well, I, I don't care about certain subjects and I don't want to bring them up. So I don't want to offend you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I think there's some that you're going to be like, mm, let me, yeah, Dustin, you're care. deep diving, <laughs> you're deep diving coupling. You just did an episode and you put me on if lesbian spanking inferno, me and you are buddies. <laughs> You're, you're, you're stuck with me now and we're going to go through this journey together <laughs> well we'll get back to other people at least for now yeah. um okay so let's talk about the unwritten rules of courtesy mm. you know everyday things you know just courtesy like we even said like waving to people you know that's kind of courteous like yeah. acknowledging them thanks for letting me out you know yeah. when you didn't have to um or things like so there was one time, and this is, I've seen this many times, especially, at, you know, drive throughs uh, you know, fast food. Um, if there's like a little crosswalk there mm-hmm. in the drive through to go, like for them to be able to go and either get deliveries or stuff like that, don't stop on the crosswalk when you're going through the drive through I don't know why. It irks the shit out of me. I'm oh, like, no, they should be They just, they just keep, they just go and then it, like the cars they won't leave that space so there'll be a car right here and there's the crosswalk yeah. and then they just drive on on top of the crosswalk and stop and i'm like you're not leaving space for these people they might need to you're supposed to no don't do that no <laughs> I don't I, know that, that would me. that would anger my husband so much like that especially driving like you know you've got to keep moving this and actually that honest dusty one of the things that i put down on this about people things that irk me are not keeping the flow of motion going. Just yes. keep walking or mm-hmm. do stuff. Don't stop. Yeah. Ugh. Especially and when you know you're in a crowd of people and there are people behind you. If you need to stop, move to the side and then stop. Don't stop in the middle of a freaking sidewalk. So here's um, what I think. So, uh, yeah, so in the middle so of the sidewalk quickly. or in the middle of a grocery aisle. Or, mm-hmm. you know, just the way you do it, it's it's move off to the side, you know, mm-hmm. or at least try. You know, they're always narrow. But the thing I don't understand is I thought, I don't know about how it was in England, but I knew in school growing up um, in elementary, which I don't know what that would be. Was it primary? Is that, you know, the younger grades? Yeah. Or, okay. Um, I don't know if like when you would go from, I don't know if you took from class to class or what you had to do. We had to stick together. We had one group of a class that maybe moved to different rooms for different teachers, but we'd have one class that did that. That's why we did that growing up at where I was. And we would have to get a single file line and walk down the right side of the hallway. Oh, single file I'm, is the sexiest comment I love ever. It's like a single file. Single file. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, mama. 
single <laughs> file line. I'm like, yes. <laughs> so we would have to do that and march our asses over to the next classroom. And then the other class would be doing the same thing. And we just, and the middle of the hallway is pretty left open, you know? So I don't know why. I know that a lot of people did that. Didn't you do that, Kay? Something like um, that? Not from class to class. Um, Cause like in elementary school, it was, we just had one teacher for all subjects. We didn't really change classes. But like okay. when you were coming in from recess, when the bell rang, mm. you had to line up by your teacher. And then we had like a line for girls and a yeah. line for boys because that's how oh. you did it in the 80s. And then and then like you had to single file walk back to your class after like recess and lunch. But why okay. boys, and, oh, boys and girls? That's the I don't know one. why. I don't know. Because I, I have no I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know. So you, did you do that as well? Did you have like the line thing? Yeah. If you had to move we, your class somewhere, we had teachers lined up in front of us, and we'd line up in front of them. But it was it wasn't boys and girls, and like so, I went to uh, primary school like late eighties, so like there wasn't even that then. The boys and girls things a little bit. That that that's kind of troubling. I I, I hate using that yeah. word also troubling, but I was like, why did boys and girls need to be separate? I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I didn't realize how conservative and Mormon my town was when I lived there until like after I left. I don't know if that had like anything to do with it. Like, I well, I mean, I like live in fourth grade. South. Like, what are you gonna do in fourth so, so, grade if you're like lined up next to a boy? So, Carrie, um, can I, 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 I? Sorry, can I ask? Like, I, oh God, I feel bad now asking this now. Like, without like an hour into this conversation, um, what, what's your what's your like um, state? Where, where your where, where's your state? What's your state? Is it you mean me? Of, uh, no, Carrie. Um, Kerry. Okay. Sorry, Kerry. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, sorry, I'm having a hard time. Um, <laughs> what's your um? So, wait, where's where's your where your what state are you from? California. California. And but Mormon. Mm-hmm. So uh, there are definitely counties in Southern California that are very conservative. And um, there was a huge, yeah, it's not Utah, um, huge Mormon population where I grew up. And like I had Mormon friends, but I didn't really realize how many there were where I grew up yeah. until like the Prop 8 thing happened. And going back oh. to visit like my, my dad who still lives there. And it's just like every corner everywhere. I was just like, oh, wow, this is like, like my little bubble of friends weren't that way. So it was kind of eye opening. It was like, this is what I was like growing up around. Okay. Mm -hmm. Dustin, I have, to, I have to say, if we're going to talk about people that we hate, and I've chatted a lot, but I'm going to be my, my one that I'm going to talk about is people that move slowly. That move slowly, just won't move. Yeah. Or just stop in the sidewalk. You know, mm -hmm. I, I'm sorry. I'm, I run, I'm a runner. I can't, I can't have people that stop slowly in front of me. I don't I know how it. you two feel, feel, but. That's why I'm like, you know, you think about it, you know, you just, you just don't, you just don't. You think about other people, other people are trying to move in, and especially in big cities. Yeah, for sure. You know, move the hell over. If you're going to stop, move stop. over. Move yeah. over. Move to the side. 
But how do you just stop there and slow down and go, oh, this is acceptable speed. I'm going the to people who are just, speed. everybody is in my world. They're all the supporting mm-hmm. characters and I'm the main character. I'm like, no, guess what, guys? You're not the main character. <laughs> You're but just I think not. that's the general mentality of everybody now. Like nobody yeah. really considers anyone else around them. And it's so frustrating. <laughs> like we get that not even in a big city. I go for walks on my breaks at work. And you'll get a pod of people <laughs> and they know there are yeah. people behind them and they take up the entire sidewalk and just walk as slow as you possibly can. And then Why you have to be the asshole and be like, excuse me, can I pass you? Because you're being a dick. So you're, what's your, Do you ever have it where someone walks so close behind you, like a foot behind you? And you're like, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And and the hubs will be like, all right, yeah, let's do it. And we walk to the side and I look at us and you're like, are you kidding me? Like you are literally walking, you speak in our ears about your shit life. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I hate that. People on their phones, like, why? Why do I need to hear this conversation? I on don't even care phone? if you have either on speakerphone no, or don't, even on Bluetooth. Okay, don't, okay. On that why <laughs> even on Bluetooth? Why even mm-hmm. on Bluetooth all the time? Like, I know sometimes you need to, oh, I need to call somebody. I'm at the store. I need to ask them something, whatever. But then why are you walking up in here having this conversation? I'm like, can you not just go to the store shop and then call them from the right. car? Like, because you, everybody pretty much has speakers in their car now. Or so. step outside and. Or just, I mean, why? Just, but why do we all speak your family? Kills me. Go home. Yeah. <laughs> what is? Mm, Why do we have to be on the phone all the time? There's people yes. that I will see at like six a.m. Uh, sometimes I'll be out and about at six a.m. and they're just talking on the phone on yeah. the, in their. I'm like, who the hell are you talking to? <laughs> it is six a.m. Oh my god! Yes. Like, <laughs> what? Who is up at this time in the morning? Oh my god. That, that's I don't understand. Like, why don't? Why do you want to get right on the phone? Oh my god, get off the damn phone! Or people, there's a new, there's a new term, and it's called, um, uh, oh my god, oh man, it's um, when somebody's standing right there and you just you're talking to them, and then they just kind of go, yeah, uh huh, uh huh, mm. yeah, and they just oh, pick no. up their phone and they're just looking at that, but they're still kind of answering you, uh huh, yeah, that's that's awesome, yeah, and you're like. But it's called something, and it's called—I can't remember what it was. Um, I, I need to know that term because that. No, but I don't. I don't like that. It pisses me off. My brother does it all the time. He does it to everybody. But no, yeah. I, I have to say, if, if social media, okay, my bugbear—I've got a lot of them. And then when Dustin, when Dustin, when you buzz me, I was like, okay, what do you want to talk about? People that annoy you. I'm like, mm, mm, do you want to go this way? But I have to say. People to overshare on social media. Mm. Yeah. There's, I mean, I can understand like one or two things, but when it's like all the time oversharing, they're constantly giving you their dirty laundry, especially. And yeah, also, like super deep things with people that you don't really know. You're like, um. <laughs> my one was that my bro, my, my husband, I said my brother's, my husband's brother's wife, who's interesting self. Interesting, so what? I, I, I would do I love her dearly? Maybe not, but she would literally. Her son has so many medical issues, and she'd be like, He had the worst diarrhea this morning. And you're like, Ugh. Ma'am, he's gonna hate you in 10 years. Yeah, like, 
I know that you have had a lot of stress this morning, but guess what? Put on a pot of coffee and just life happens. But yeah. you never got bugs. You're like, oh my God, shut up about your kid's social life. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I get it. You love your kids. I'm like, do you have an identity outside of them? Like <laughs> That too. But then also like parents that share pictures and like you said, everything about their kids and they're mm. not consenting to be put all over yes, the internet because Kay. they're children. And you're like, yes. okay, so maybe when they get old enough, they're going to be like, hey, maybe I didn't want this to be on the internet forever you know yeah yeah thanks for embarrassing me with this it's kind Mm -hmm. of not every moment has to be shared i don't get that people share too much i don't and i do too but i'm trying to just make up things to say i just (laughs) i'm like i have a podcast pay attention to me so you can discover my podcast it's true Um, no but that's different yeah i have a lot of friends that do and i and if if they some some of the photos I put up are really cute, and you're like, actually, that's a really nice one. But I, I have these a lot of friends that are very much like, this is my child's success, or this is my child, blah blah blah. But my my my, I call my sister in law in law, and she's there going, oh my 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 son had this today, and that's it. and like, stop it. I I get you're lonely, but also you're married, you know, just. That's not fair on him. Now his whole medical history is posted. Yeah. And that bugs me. So that's going back to our topic of that fucking bugs me. You know, I'm like, that's really bad on, on it. You've now denied your, your son his identity. You've mm-hmm. made him a, be a sickly kid. And I get it. You, you, you are feeling a lack of attention, but... Know the boundaries. Yeah. yeah. Boundaries. Yeah, I agree. I also think, okay, here's two that are kind of in the same, not in the same vein, but like these are, are similar. The first one being, okay, don't walk up to another person's dog or something just and start yeah. trying to pet it. Oh! Even if it's you, not, even if it's a friendly dog, you don't touch it. You don't, that's and you don't do it to a service that's dog. That's on my list. Yeah. Don't do it to a service dog either. Best way to yeah. get a rabies shot too, by the way. Yeah. And also, if you, so say like... I get parents with, because I have a small dog, so kids see it, and they're like, oh, it's a small dog, I want to pet it. And she's she's fine, but she's old, she's partly blind, she's partly deaf, so yeah, I don't know what she's going to do. And, like, the parents get mad if you tell their kids how to approach your dog. And it's like, excuse me, um, eat a dick, like, this is this is my child, <laughs> you yeah. know, and so your your kid needs to approach her on her terms and they get all yes. fussy and you're just like no no Kay, you are exactly right my husband's every time that we we go out because he's it's it's more her his dog than her and every time a little uh a child and usually it's like little girls because our dog is is very cute looking but she's nippy mm-hmm. i'm not gonna i'm not gonna uh, say okay. that and a little and some child will go will go up to us and go can I pet your dog? And the first thing my husband says is, thank you for asking that. We really appreciate that. And it will show her how to put her hand out. Like it's mm-hmm. like, you know, let, let her sniff your hand. And he goes, so, so our dog can't hear, which means she's a little bit sensitive to, to people. And they go, okay, what does that mean? He goes, well, she just gets a little bit nervous around you people. But if you put your hand out and, and he shows 
kids how to respect dogs with mm-hmm. disabilities. Mm-hmm. But I am a hundred percent. And then we went to other bloody brewery and we were sitting there, we were in chats with everyone. It was a lovely time. And one girl went, I love your dog. And it no. bit her. And huh? she went, how dare you bring your dog here that's going to bite people. I'm like, <sighs> man, you know, and we, and we went at her and we were like, no, you disrespected a dog space. And this dog is, as a dog is a disability. And how dare you, dare you come out of dog? Yeah. yeah. But, and I hate it when they don't pay attention to the instructions you're giving them. You're like, this is how you need to approach her. Don't do this. Mm-hmm. And then they go ahead and do it. Yeah. And you're like, man, like my, uh, my cousin's daughter, love her. She loves animals. But I was like, don't get in her face. My dog, don't get in her face. She doesn't like it with people she doesn't know. She doesn't really know you. She's met me before. Yeah, but she doesn't remember you. You're new to her. You only see her a few times a year. You know, every time she might remember your smell, but she's not going to remember you. Don't get in her face. It makes her nervous. And so every time, like one time, Charlie went, rawr, rawr, like snapped at her, didn't bite her, but snapped, like yeah. get the hell out of my face. And then she's ah! and I'm like, I told you not get in her face. <laughs> listen yeah. to what I'm telling you. You're old enough to listen, know this by now. Eight, eight, seven, eight years old. So. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No, you just listen thank to Thank you, Kay, for bringing that up because it is, it's so true. Like we, our, our dogs are our precious. Like this morning, the dog got in the bed, got between me and the husband, and we scratch her, and then she'll put her head underneath her hand and go, like, flip it up and mm-hmm. ask for more scratches. Mm-hmm. And that's a dog that we see, and then they go, your dog's vicious. I'm like, no, our dog is the most loving. She's not no, tapping around me. <laughs> Only she always her bed. What are we but saying? I'm like, more good things. <laughs> but... But when people go, oh, well, your dog's vicious. I'm like, no, she's not. She just is defensive. She's, she's, uh, she, she can't hear. She's very aware of her space and she's very defensive of me. My husband, so I shouldn't say his name, but one of the, um, early like experiences he had with her was that he was walking her down the street and, some guys came up behind him and two of them walked up in front of him and and he knew he was being going to be mugged. And she, because that's what they do, they, 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 they surround. Mm-hmm. And she stopped and she put her claws into the ground and she went, and she, because she can hiss. It's really scary when she does that. And she started to hiss and she was like doing that guttural, you know, mm-hmm. thing that dogs mm-hmm. do. And they walked off. They went, no, we're not going to fucking deal with that. And that was two months into like being with him because dogs know their alpha. And also, Mm -hmm. she's, I mean, we joke, she's our alpha. Like, uh, (laughs) yeah, like, yeah, she, she, we always say that we pay rent to her to pay for the apartment. (laughs) You know, she's our little babes. So the other thing I wanted to say was in the same vein um, is don't talk to children that aren't your children. That you oh, don't I avoid know. that at Just, all. <laughs> but you get what I'm yeah. saying? Those people that do that, I think I hate those people who start talking to them and like in lines and stuff. I'm like, don't talk to them. Talk yeah. to the parent and you can ask, do you mind if I ask her a question or something? But I, I just, I don't, mm-mm. I mean, it feels really inappropriate for me because like there's this old lady. I'm going to complain about her twice now, by the way, um, <laughs> who lives in my neighborhood and so the first thing I'm going to complain about is that she has a boundary issue and she also, she probably has like 
I don't know, some dementia or Alzheimer's. Some, she never, she always asked me the same questions over and over, you know? And so she's not remembering either meeting me each time. So I see her on my walks when I'm walking the dog and I see her and she sees me. What kind of dog is that? Every <laughs> single time, every <laughs> single time. And I tell her and she's like, oh, I thought it was a husky. Every single time. You should every tell her something time. different <laughs> every time, Dustin. Just like, come up with like some Groundhog random with dog name. Every single time. That accent was adorable then. I think it's a husky. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was a husky. Yeah. And you sure and it's not a like, husky? And she goes like this. She always asks me, and then she goes for this. She goes, You watch conservative news? Every oh single. Time. Oh. Sometimes she doesn't say conservative news. Sometimes she says Fox. Sometimes she says Newsmax. Sometimes she says whatever. <laughs> and they're trying to take our guns. And I'm like, oh, my God, you don't oh, have a gun, lady. lady. And if you do, I'm really scared because I, you don't remember what it is probably. But so I and then one day I was up in my um, at the top of the driveway. We had the flower bed, you know, and and I was just I saw weeds. It was 6 a.m. because I, t- I take the dog for a walk early. And I saw these weeds in the flower bed. I was like, okay, let me stop and get these. So I sat down on the ground, had a little, you know, grocery bag. I was throwing them in and I'm listening to some music. And all of a sudden I turn to throw the weeds over and her legs are standing right there. Mm -hmm. She had walked up my driveway next to me and was talking to me and I have earphones in and I turn on my, oh my God, like, just like (laughs) this. And she's like, and she's just talking. And I said, What? And she's like, you know, she starts asking me the same stuff all the time. And then the, Charlie's at the door barking at her. And she's like, what kind of dog is that? And I'm like, oh, oh my God. You're wired so up sad, here. Tucker you are, on, you are on my property. <laughs> like, I mean, I thought it was a husky, you know, every single time. You anyway, should tell so her yeah. it's a husky and then see how she responds. <laughs> I know. I know. I don't know. It's we'll a see. husky. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's a husky. Go away. No, I keep, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to talk to you. So I see her and she's walking. And so these kids will be waiting for their bus, you know, to come when I'm leaving in the morning, I'll see them waiting for the bus stops, which was basically everybody's driveway. The bus just keeps going down the street, picking people from the driveway, which is feels so lazy to me. I'm like, everybody can just join at one place, please. (laughs) Can we just all join (laughs) at one place? Walk a mile to my bus stop. (laughs) Yeah. I don't understand this, but whatever. Um, so she's sitting there talking to these kids who are waiting for the bus. I'm like, get away from them, old lady. They don't need your oh. witchy poo crap going on. I, I don't know. You need to get she's away from them. them. You know, she's probably talking guns, about honey. God and stuff like that. And she, I'm like, you don't need to be talking to these kids. They're not your kids. Leave them alone. You can say hi and walk on and that's it. Go, you know, and it just bothers me. It really, really bothers me. <laughs> my, my hub's like, still was like, he all got chats to kids. Like, hey, buddy, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm not going to talk to children. Like, that's not, that's not, that's not, that's not. He, no. he, he's a really good. So I've, I, I hate to be also, he's always like my house, my house, my house. But he's like very much like the opposite of me, where he's like very much engaging. If, like, if he meets someone else's kids, he's like chatting to them. He's like, hey, buddy, what are you up to? You know, like, like he goes, Hey, what do you want to do? Oh, I don't know. Stop it. No, that <laughs> makes me uncomfortable. Stop it. I've yeah. tried. And he goes, you do not like children, do you? I, I'm, sure. <laughs> I'm like, no. And we, we're also discussing whether or not we want children. I'm like, if they were mine, would I love them? But no, I am firmly in the agreement of do not talk to other people's kids in a fucking line. Yeah. yeah. Just don't do it. Don't talk to them. Oh, it just bothers me. I don't. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. 
you know, and as a gay guy, because there's always that hidden thing where people are going to, you're like, they're going to think I'm a, a pedophile or something. And <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause that's, that's, that's the fear when you're gay, that people are always going to go straight for that and they're doing it now. So it's yeah. kind of like, I don't, let's not do that. Let's not talk to kids. Let's just stay the hell away from them. Cause I don't want anybody turning their eyes at me. I don't, we're not doing that. It's like they're coming for our kids. Uh, honey, it's like, we're not, we're not, honey. We've got like our martinis out. We don't need your kids. Yeah, we don't like, we don't like kids. Sorry. No. Actively avoiding your kids. <laughs> we're actively like, we don't want to see your kids. Shut up. That is not a hill we're going to die on. That's what we're saying. <laughs> we don't like your kids. Oh God. Okay. So, um, one more I had was I, I basically rich people and how I hate how they are like Elon Musk. Um, mm. just how egocentric they are and think everything they think up is great and everything's going to happen. If it doesn't happen, it's all our fault or our problem. It's all because of us, never because they're stupid. Um, just because they had yeah. money, you know what I mean? Yeah. They feel so entitled and it, oh my God, anything. Um, and, and that includes monarchies, by the way, I can't stand them. Hate them all. Oh, Joe, Joe, you say that that I'm wearing um, the my coronation T-shirt. <laughs> That's fine. You can love the celebrity of it and everything, but as far as like actually being a class of people, it pisses me off because yeah, you have money, but that doesn't mean you're better. <laughs> that does not mean you're better. Just because you learn something a different way does not mean you're better than somebody. So I'm going to I'm going to come from a side of this where I would love money. Well, yeah, everybody I mean, loves yeah. money. But, <laughs> but, but, but just you, because you, you love money doesn't mean you're better than somebody. <laughs> but you know when people go, money doesn't buy you happiness, I'm like, it buys you peace of mind. That's yes, what it does. I'm saying. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. security. Mm-hmm. It's you know, the worry-freeness. So yeah. Yeah. it doesn't make you better. So, you know. I, I want to hate rich people, but I really want to be a rich person. That's my vibe. I think I hate the system that has just made such a huge divide between mm. the people that have money in this country and the people that don't. Like, now I'm talking just about no the way... people who grew up with money. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Still, like that old money. Like real, you yeah. know what I mean? I mean, Elon yeah. Musk did. He did not earn his way up. His family was rich, and then he right. got he... money from them and then made it more. I get that. No, but at no, the same Dustin, time, Dustin yeah. he had no money as a child. That Ruby mine earned him no money. <laughs> but no it's bullshit because he always says I don't know money you have a ruby mine a ruby mine you f- I'm going to do a hand signal and no <laughs> wanker <laughs> wanker I learned a, I learned a sign today <laughs> thank you and I and that's, sure. that's how I'm going to leave my weekend going I've taught someone the wanker sign <laughs> yeah I just don't get it how these people really try to, they convince themselves. I think they lie so much, even to themselves, they actually yes. convince themselves. Like they brainwash yeah. themselves yeah. into believing this yeah. stuff. It's classic narcissist. There's like no, oh, yeah. like, there's no reality there. It doesn't make sense. You know, I just, ugh. Uh, anyway. So <laughs> what I want to say, the last little bit here was before we close out, um, I just want people to think that we're not the best. We don't think we're the best people in the world, obviously. I do, Like, we have no no, faults whatsoever. (laughs) No, I think I'm probably the worst human being in the world. (laughs) So I feel like, you know, what do we think about some things that, just one thing, one thing that we annoy ourselves with that we do, that we wish we didn't do. And I'll go first, okay, Okay. while you're thinking. So for me, 
I hate how much I laugh on the podcast. <laughs> like, like I'm doing it right now. I don't know. I listen to it back and I'm like, I feel like I'm Seth Rogen or something. <laughs> you no. know, it, it feels like it's that to me or like Janice. Like <laughs> when you hear that, you know, I, it bothers me. I don't know what it is. I'm like, not everything is funny, Dustin. It's not fun. Why are you laughing? And, you know, the old man laugh is mainly what I, <laughs> that thing. I've done it since I was a child. Um <laughs> I think it's like a nervous tick. Oftentimes it's kind of like my way to stay positive, you know, keeping, keeping it light, I guess you would yeah. say. That's kind of how I'm like, all right, let's keep it up. Let's go. <laughs> but it, it, after a while it annoys me. So I'm working on it, people. I'm not going to be as bad, but I'm going to, I'll still be light and happy. Just not as giddy, I guess. <laughs> Damn it. I definitely do the same thing. I'm not on like, when I record our podcast, I don't do it. But when I'm a guest on other, I notice that after every sentence, there's like a little giggle. And it's just a nervous, it's a nervous thing. And I hate it. See, I just said it just now. And it's just, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's, it's, it's kind of like, don't laugh. It's like the giggle loop. Don't laugh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the giggle. It's the giggle stack. <laughs> <laughs> I, my husband does that. I, my, my one is I interrupt people way too much. My hate my my i feel like i'm feeding in but i interrupt but i'm like eh. i did you maybe like get, get too excited about the and when yeah. oh, i want to jump in yeah so i'm like trying to keep quiet but no also my i do the giggle but like no but it is it is me interrupting i'm sorry if i did it tonight but i love you guys so much <laughs> It's okay. It'll be all right. I was going to say earlier that I feel like a lot of the things that annoy me and other people, like if I really look at it, like I do those things sometimes too. And I was just like, oh yeah. shit, I have to stop doing that because it sucks. <laughs> a lot of times what we get mad at is something that we do ourselves. You know, mm-hmm. that's, that's the truth. It's, you know, and you just got to recognize it. And you can, when you recognize it, it's easier to not do it. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, Kate, your sound is sexy though. Oh my god, that sound quality is so sexy! It's she, does have, she does do good NPR voice. Oh my god, yes! This is a, this is obviously. I am married to a man. I'm never going to come voice. at you, but welcome to All Things Considered. Thank you, thank you. For oh, okay, stop it! You're, you're making me question my my sex life. No, but you, it's oh, you have that. I love that sort of that leading in go like we're going to talk about we're going to talk about sweaty balls. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank how's you. Be, how's Sweet. your dusty muffin? <laughs> that's right. That's right. That, you that was, think yeah. you think my muffins would be dry, but <laughs> they're actually stop it. Okay, moist. stop it. Stop <laughs> it. That, you got yeah, it's a good moist muffin. <laughs> Sorry, oh, Justin. <laughs> okay, everybody. We're going to wrap it up here. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us what you thought, what you want to, what you hate about people just in everyday life, just in everyday occurrences, things you don't like that, you know, kind of annoy stop you. Stop stopping in the middle of anything. Just stop stopping. Keep walking. <laughs> You've heard it from Max, y'all. Don't, don't do that anymore. Okay, Move no, to the side no, if you're going to no, stop. No, Get out of the way. I <laughs> beg you. Stop stopping. And on that, that's going to be the name of the episode. Stop stopping. Stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs>
I don't know. We'll <laughs> see. Shop game so much. Oh, fuck it. I'm so sorry, Dustin. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> <sighs> okay, everybody, we're going to say goodbye here, but you can find Kay at FMLW Pod on pretty much every platform. FMLW Pod. Max is on Instagram at Bitches W Beards the Pod and the newly rebranded X, aka Twitter, at Bearded Bitch Pod. So, yes. everybody, check them out. Go listen to their shows, and uh, we'll see you here next time on Dustin Can Read and Watch.